0: This is the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, August 31st. It is a busy slate across Central Minnesota sports, and boy, do we love to see it! So in cross country, as Corey mentioned, you got Parker's Prairie, Wadena, Deer Creek, New York Mills all running at New York Mills today. That's going on a whole host of football games. New York Mills is playing Osakis Pillager, Verndale, uh, Long Prairie, Gray Eagle, Upsala, Upsala, Swanville, Pine River, Bacchus, Underwood, Parker's Prairie, and more across our listening area. Begin their seasons today in football. As the regular season opens up, good luck to all of our local runners and all of our local football teams and players, coaches, fans, parents. You get the gist as the regular season begins today for them. A couple schools began last week, but uh, now is when things really kind of kick into full gear for that full swing of things this week. On our broadcast schedule today, uh, we do have some high school volleyball on the airwaves. Wadena Deer Creek is taking on the Purim Yellow Jackets. They are driving over to the Hive on Highway 10 in Purim, and they will have that matchup there. It is a rivalry reignited, if you will. Uh, teams played each other last season to open up the season. Perham got the win, I believe, three sets to one uh, in that match. But, uh, a rivalry renewed in the sense of Wadena-Deer Creek moving back into Section 8 AA means that not only are these two teams playing each other in the regular season, but also they could run into each other in the postseason as well, and two teams that, uh, you know, good track record of volleyball, and we'll see that continue uh, tonight. So it'll be interesting to see Wadena-Deer Creek open their season with a three sets to nothing loss the second-ranked team in 2A, Pequot Lakes Patriots so how do they rebound from that game kind of what do they take and, and, and all that and for uh, Perm getting their uh, first kind of match that we get to call of their season underway uh, that'll be fun uh, as well so it should be a good atmosphere, it should be a good game over at the Hive in Purim, it's got a 7:15 pregame and a 7:30 first to serve, you can hear it on the Superstation K106, that's 105.9 FM, you can also listen on WadenaRadio.com Or the Superstation K106 mobile app is where you can hear that online as well. So let's talk a little bit about some uh, state sports that are going on as well. Uh, Be remiss to say uh, that the Golden Gophers, me and Corey talked about this earlier in the week, but. The Minnesota Golden Gophers begin their football season. It's on Fox tonight, and they're playing the good old Nebraska. You see corn as far as the eye can see, but all they're going to be seeing today is a sea of maroon and gold because the Gophers will have the home opener at Huntington Bank Stadium tonight. I believe Max Williams, former tight end, he played for the Gophers about 10 years ago now already, which is crazy. Uh, he's going to be the honorary captain. I believe he'll be at the game. Uh, it's uh, a good kind of schedule for the Gophers early. Nebraska is a team that just fired their head coach a year ago, Matt Rule. He used to coach the Carolina Panthers. Now, uh, after getting banished because he was a horrible NFL coach, is going back to college where he did a decent job turning around Baylor, getting them pointed in the right direction. But uh, again, first year at Nebraska, very first game. Uh, It'll be a bit of a work in progress for him. So if you're the Gophers, that's a good thing. You beat up on them early before they get any chance to kind of build some momentum, build some uh, kind of chemistry, figure out what they do well. They're kind of going in blind and trying to see what happens. So uh, good opportunity for the Gophers to get a win. Now That being said, you know, uh, P.J. Fleck has beat Nebraska five out of the last six years, but You know, there are Bowling Green games. There are games against Illinois. There are uh, little hiccups along the road. uh, So, you know, it's not a guaranteed win by any stretch of the imagination. But it's going to be a fun season for the Golden Gophers. They do have the third toughest schedule in all of FBS, which is not going to bode well for them. They have Michigan. They have Ohio State. They have Penn State all on the schedule this year, I believe. And they're also, in a couple weeks, going to play North Carolina in Chapel Hill and they have one of the best quarterback prospects in the country, a guy that next year in the NFL draft could be talked about by Vikings fans uh, uh, as a potential replacement for Kirk Cousins. So uh, there's a there's a bit of toughness in the schedule this year of course, that's not even counting the Wisconsin and Iowa games that seem to uh, you know give the gopher some trouble as well. but the beginning part of the season, Ethan Calak Manis, the kid from Illinois with a very Greek name uh, is the starting quarterback now, and the hope is is and maybe the intriguing part of this is, you know, he's got some starts under his belt. So last year we saw P.J. Fleck really hold him under a tight leash. If we don't want you to throw too much, we don't want to put too much on your plate. We don't want to, you know, we're kind of throwing you into the fire here. Let's make it as easy as possible. Let's run the ball forty times a game and let's see what happens. Now, a full summer. Now, Cal McManus is another year older, and he had a full summer to sit there with the playbook and sit there uh, with the team as the "you're the guy" and let's tailor plays to you. Let's figure out what you do well. Let's you know do whatever. The Gophers got Chris Ottman Bell the wide receiver, back on a medical redshirt. They also got a couple wide receivers in the transfer portal, which will be intriguing. Brevin Ford is the Gophers' tight end. He's one of the best tight end prospects in the country and is projected to be uh, top three in tight ends taken in the NFL draft this coming spring. So the Gophers have some options. Does P.J. Fleck air it out? Not a ton, but does he air it out a little bit more? Or does he still stick to that ground-and-pound game that he had when he had Muhammad Ibrahim and a couple other running backs at the University of Minnesota? Because again, P.J. Fleck likes to run a little bit more of a spread system, uh, a little bit more West Coasty kind of vibe and he really hasn't done that a ton at Minnesota. He's been a lot of power running and pair and a spare and all that kind of stuff, which is good. I'm not necessarily saying one's good or bad, but it'll be intriguing to see if that was just the system they played under at the University of Minnesota because Tanner Morgan was the quarterback and that fit him better, and now does the offense change it all for a new quarterback who's in the first season, full season, of being the starting quarterback. So That'll be fun to see. Uh, So that kickoff tonight... Uh, for the Gophers is a 7 o'clock kickoff as well. And I should note that my Bemidji State Beavers begin their regular season tonight. They take on Northern State at the great Chet Anderson Stadium just off the beautiful shores of Lake Bemidji it's gonna be a fun uh, it's gonna be a fun one Bemidji State coming in at their highest ranked position ever uh, ranked 10 11 depending on what poll you read somewhere as high as seven in the country uh, so Bemidji State picked to finish top of the conference in the NSIC over powerhouses like UMD or the University of Minnesota Mankato uh, there's a you know it's a, a good vibe off the shores of Lake Bemidji. Brandon Alt, an unprecedented seventh season uh, at the helm of the Bemidji State offense. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, anyway, that's enough uh, about me talking about that. Mainly, I'm just trying to avoid talking about the Minnesota Twins because after a game on Tuesday night where it's like, eh, yucky loss, move on, win the win the getaway game, and you win two out of three, you still gain a game on Cleveland in the standings. No, the Twins actually only have a five-game lead in the division now. I say only, but again, there's less than 30 games to go. Um, it things are a little bit closer uh, in the division, and it was an ugly loss. Twins were up 2-1 heading into the ninth inning. Yoan Duran blew the the save; was his control was just everywhere. He was erratic. A walk, and then a, uh, that ended up coming around to score on a wild pitch. It just overall was not a good situation for the Twins last night. Caleb Theobar also gave up a run in relief, and it ruined a masterclass start by Sonny Gray, potentially his best start of the season. He pitched seven innings, had seven strikeouts, had three, uh, only gave up three hits, I should say, and the Twins wasted it, and it really kind of stinks. Now, you could blame the bullpen for blowing it, which there's blame to go around for that. You could also blame it on the Twins offense for only scoring two runs and just not getting the job done again offensively. I'm not going to dwell too much on this one loss, but it's just one of those, you know, it's like in uh, basketball when a shot, when you put up a shot and you absolutely brick it and you just kind of clap your hands, and go, ah, and then like you're going back down the court, you're, you're just moving on, but I was like, dang it. I really want to have that one back. Give it to me again and I would have made it. Or, like, just, uh, that's right there and I missed it. And why did I miss it? And, ah. So, anyway, Twins started, uh, they're off today. They start a three-game series with the Texas Rangers down in Arlington for three. And then they play, surprise, surprise, Cleveland this coming Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, in a three-game series in Cleveland. And here's the thing, for everybody concerned about the Twins losing uh, the division lead to Cleveland, Twins still have a five-game advantage. Even if Cleveland sweeps the Twins next week, Twins still have a two-game lead in the Central. And other than that, the Twins, if they go 500, if they go 15-15 and 15 in their final 30, uh, Cleveland would have to go like 19-9 and 9 in their final games just to be close and have a shot. So, the twins still have this division wrapped up. It's just not going to be as pretty as uh, maybe they'd like it to be. But who knows? Maybe with what we talked about yesterday in the morning sports desk, with the twins trying to get those waiver claims on guys, a couple extra losses kind of help them out in that. Uh, I'm trying to rationalize this. It's all I got left. All right. This has been the morning sports desk for Thursday, August thirty first.